lecture eight part one of christian patience by william bernard ullathorne this librivox recording is in the public domain lecture eight encouragements to patience part one he that is patient is governed with much wisdom but he that is impatient exalteth his folly proverbs chapter fourteen verse twenty nine there are two christian virtues whose names sound unpleasantly to the sensual man humility is one of them and patience is the other if the cross is an offence to him it is because it is the expression of these two virtues sanctified and enforced by the divine example of god in man sensuality of life breeds self-love in the heart and weakens the whole man with irritability by their fretful pressure on the soul these two disorders produce an immense amount of self-consciousness and bring down the life of the spirit to a feeble state humility relieves the spiritual system from those evil humours and patience restores it to strength but self-love and impatience are cowardly vices that shrink with insane fear from the health-giving labours of humility and patience a child dislikes the medicine that gives him health and the tasks that give him understanding and the sensual man is little better than a child his sensual feelings rule his mind he has neither the inward sincerity that humility gives nor the inward strength that patience gives nothing but the strong grace of god can give him heart to conquer his weaknesses and courage to embrace the patience that will strengthen him yet if he will only ask this will be given him and then the cross will become to him the consoling sign of life what is this christian patience that any man should be afraid of it it is the defensive armour of the christian soul unlike the stiff armour of pride it is pliant as well as strong flexible but impenetrable not cumbrous by its weight but light as air to carry bright from its celestial origin like the armour of angels not of earthly metal but of spiritual power not covering the body but woven through the soul it is a divinely given habit that gives the soul her security and is only formidable to her enemies obtained of god it gives the christian man his character so completely does the habit of patience form and perfect the character of the christian man so thoroughly does it furnish the test of his faith as well as of his charity that st paul has not failed to point this out in his own example to his favourite disciple timothy for this cause he says i have obtained mercy that in me first christ jesus might show forth all patience for the information of them that shall believe in him unto life everlasting one timothy chapter one verse sixteen and the great apostle appeals to his patience as one of the chief signs of the power of god working in his infirmity the signs of my apostleship have been wrought on you in all patience in signs and wonders and mighty deeds 
2 corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 the wonderful character which their patience and constancy gave to the early christians under those privations afflictions and sufferings which their faith brought upon them was something so new and so surprising that it struck the mind of the pagan world and led many to inquire by what divine power this marvellous change of character had been effected it was a fact so notorious that in his apologia for the christians addressed to the authorities of the roman empire tertullian makes it the subject of his final appeal that constancy he says with which you reproach us as though it were obstinacy is the christian teacher who when he reflects on this constancy is not struck by it who in thus reflecting is not led to inquire what can be the cause of it in these christians who when he has found out the cause does not join them who when he has joined them does not wish to suffer the same things and that with the view of obtaining the whole grace of god and complete forgiveness in exchange for his blood for all sins are forgiven to the patient work of suffering and for this reason the moment you pronounce your judgments upon us we give thanks to god your conflict with us is that of human with divine power when you condemn us god absolves us the sum of the christian character we repeat with saint maximus is to return love for love and patience for injury whoever is most patient will be the greatest in the kingdom of god this law of perfection our lord introduced when he taught us to love our enemies and to pray for our persecutors that we may be like to our heavenly father who overcomes evil with good that patient suffering brings the highest of all rewards our lord also taught us on a special occasion when the mother of james and john asked that her two sons might sit on his right hand and his left in his kingdom he asked can you drink of the cup that i shall drink st matthew chapter twenty verse twenty two plainly intimating that those who suffered most with him in the most patient charity would be the greatest in his kingdom and he crowned his beatitudes with the declaration that those who suffered most for his sake were to rejoice and be glad because their reward should be very great in heaven divinely helped and divinely motived this virtue of patience is a sublime imitation of god all the grander because it is a combat for life against the death-working frailties of nature it gives power to the will to keep the way of justice serenity to the mind to see the way to god regulation to the powers and discipline to life fortitude is the gift of the holy ghost and patience trains the power of fortitude giving unity consistency and harmony to the soul and conquest over everything in our nature that lifts itself against the will of god the gifts of knowledge understanding counsel and wisdom are brought into vital action through patience whatever possibilities of good have been planted by god in our nature 
they are brought into act and duty by that charity which is patient the patience of god is most wonderful it belongs to his goodness and wisdom how can creatures so weak and impatient as we are understand that sovereign patience it belongs to the moral power of omnipotence it is an element of that eternal charity which is the life of god how infinite the goodness which made such weak and inconstant creatures knowing that only through his infinite patience with them can they be brought out of their misery to his happiness consider with what patience he upholds every creature lest through its inherent weakness it fall back into nothingness be astonished when you consider that patience with which god endures sustains and endows with benefits those myriads of intelligent creatures who made for him have turned his bounties against him and have given themselves up to vice and folly if from the remote and obscure point of view at which we are placed our wonder at that sovereign patience is so great what would be our amazement were we placed in the full light of god and in that light could see the hearts of the multitude of his dependent creatures as god beholds them and the divine patience with which he deals with them how profoundly significant of that merciful patience are the words which god spoke to noah after the subsidence of the deluge i will no longer curse the earth for the sake of man for the imagination and thought of man's heart are prone to evil from their youth therefore i will no more destroy every living soul as i have done genesis chapter eight verse twenty one god spoke the word of his eternal patience in view of the redemption and salvation prepared in his son the word of his bosom having made man free to be the author of his own acts he saw that sin would abound he joined his patience with his mercy that his grace and justice might more abound his patience delays his justice that his mercy may have its course and that enduring us whilst plunged in evil the magnificent grace and cross of his son may rise us out of our malice and make us the inheritors of his glory we could never be the children of his mercy if we were not first the subjects of his patience in refraining from punishing our iniquities god reserves his justice and sending his merciful grace awaits our return to better things he has not even removed those good things far from us but patiently keeps them at our doors always waiting for our repentance always ready for our acceptance in our mind he leaves the precious light of reason in our christian mind the far more precious light of faith that when we return to them from our wild wanderings we may find his truth and come back to his patient mercy behold with what silent patience our god endures the abuse of his magnificent gifts the perversion of reason the neglect of faith the swelling pride and the corrupting sensuality that blot and defile those luminous blessings with dark ingratitude 
from his high heavens the most patient god of mercy sends those healing and restoring graces the purchase of the patient sufferings of his son to cleanse us from errors and evils and fill us with the virtues of a holy life the complement of those spiritual blessings are the gifts of his holy spirit enveloped in the fire of charity the gift of fortitude that we may adhere to god and by imitating his patience we may resist sin and may suffer with great reward and the gift of wisdom whereby we may both know and feel the value of things eternal as compared with the things of this sublunary world yet notwithstanding all that god has done for us notwithstanding all that christ has suffered for us notwithstanding the celestial gifts with which he has endowed us we have still great need of the infinite patience of god waiting and helping still waiting and helping long waiting our conversion and helping our infirmity that we may turn from the weak elements of the world and come to the divine things of our peace for the lord is compassionate and merciful long-suffering and plenteous in mercy he knoweth our frame he remembereth that we are dust psalm 102 verses 8 through 14 if we have not those divine things in abundance it is because we have not courage to imitate the divine patience that charity may be perfected and evil kept at a distance what evil have we ever known experienced or heard of that did not demonstrate the patience of god and the loss of patience in man whilst the unbeliever affects to be scandalized at the patience of god and blind to the truth that his patience belongs to his goodness and uses his patience profanely as an argument against his goodness that most merciful and blessed patience is a profound instruction and an unbounded consolation to the faithful soul for god bears with all this evil to exercise the patience of the just and to give the unjust time to return to justice though silent to the senses he is not silent in the conscience there his voice is heard there he rebukes the ungrateful there through their own reason he judges them through their fears he binds them through their remorse he torments them say not says the wise man i have sinned and what evil has befallen me for the most high is a patient rewarder ecclesiasticus chapter five verse four o sinner look within thee and thou wilt find thyself desolate listen within thee and thou wilt find that the patient god is thy terror absent from thy heart he speaketh to thy conscience despisest thou the riches of his goodness and patience and long-suffering knowest thou not that the benignity of god leadeth thee to repentance romans chapter two verse four yet if the sinner will not repent but will abuse the merciful patience that waits for him then the words of holy job come home to him god hath given him place for repentance and he abuseth it unto pride but his eyes are upon his ways 
job chapter twenty four verse twenty three as the reason of man is no measure of the revelation of god the patience of man is no measure of the patience of god his mercy all things of time with all their times are equally present to his undivided and eternal life with whom there is no change nor shadow of alteration what is perfect is unchangeable the patience of god is unchangeable but we with our little patience are the subjects of time and change and impatience always changes us for the worse change like death destroys what went before if the change come from god it is a happy change it makes us better than before if it comes from impatience it makes us worse than before but whoever by patience adheres to god is saved from the changes that make us worse by union with the unchangeable good whereby we always change to better things this truth inspired st paul when he wrote these remarkable words to them who according to patience in good works seek glory and honour and incorruption eternal life romans chapter two verse seven which words st john chrysostom interprets of the constancy and perseverance that calmly pursues what is good resists temptation endures trial and refuses the will to every disturbing element awaiting in patience the coming of eternal life end of lecture eight part one